Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He's like a superhero without the costume. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Roy Green Show Chorus Radio Network. It's time for Beauties and the Beast. Michelle Simpson is with us, present and accounted for. Who's talking there? Is that you chattering away, Linda? Hello? What are you guys doing? Put put, put Michelle and Linda up. Thank you. Okay, so what's happening? I'll tell you what's going wrong. We weren't able to connect with Catherine, and so I think all sorts of buttons were being pushed trying to get Catherine. She's just down the street. Hold on. I'll just open the door, and I'll yell. <laughs> she, should, she should be able to, to hear me. She's at the conservative convention, the leadership convention. Do we have her now? I'm here. Okay. Oh, good. Boy, I'll I tell wanted you. to hear what was going on. You're late by two minutes, and all Bedlam breaks loose. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's Sorry. terrible. I, I was waiting by the phone, and anyway, something glitched technologically, obviously. Yeah. So there we go. We're, well, listen, we're good now. How's it, so Catherine Swift, Michelle Simpson, Linda Leatherdale, everybody's present and accounted for. We are. Mm-hmm. So what's happening uh, at the convention right now, Catherine? Well, Everybody's waiting. There's a lot of, I, I had to find a quiet spot, needless to say. You know how these things are, a lot of yelling people. Um, but everybody's waiting. At 5 o'clock, um, they're going to be starting to announce results. And it's, it's funny. The way This is a very weird, convoluted voting system. <laughs> I doubt if they'll ever do it again this way. But most of the ballots were already mailed in. So they would have already been counted. And the people that, I don't know the precise proportions, but... A very small minority actually voted today. So they should have a pretty darn good idea. And what they do is there's going to be a first ballot, and then they're going to drop uh, the, the four people off it, and then another one, and then drop another four. So frankly, I, I've been talking to people, and they should have the results pretty quickly. It really shouldn't take too, too long unless there's some inexplicable you know, glitch. So I was speaking with David Aiken uh, earlier today, the chief political correspondent for Global News, and David was explaining the the, the way the ballots work, and my head started to hurt. Yeah, it's it's very well. First of all, there's 13 candidates. It's a you know ridiculous number, really. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it, you, you have to choose your first pick, your second pick, your third third pick, and of course, a lot of people would only pick one or might pick three or. Anyway, yeah, and, and it, it's, it's a very iterative, complicated process. Like I say, I think they were trying to be very egalitarian, but <laughs> I don't think anybody will ever do this again. It was so very weird. Just ask yeah. people who they want to be the leader and get on with it. Well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no. so, yeah, so, and, and one person, one vote makes sense in, a, in, yeah. in something like this. Any member has a vote, you yeah. know, which is good. Exactly. Good thing. So is, does it look like uh, it'll be Maxime Bernier? That is the word on the street. Everybody I have spoken to, and, you know, naturally people are still 
loyal to whoever they're supporting. But uh, everyone I've spoken to who seems to have a, you know, sort of a broad sense of it is saying that Maxime will. So who knows? Something unexpected could happen. And I talked with Maxime at some length yesterday. Um, and uh, he, you know, he was, he was, he's not a, he's not an arrogant guy. He just isn't by personality. Um, but he, he, I think he seemed confident if I had to guess. Andrew Shear was on with us uh, as well. And, and he still seems confident. He says he can see there's a, there's a path for him to win, but a lot of it will depend on how much support Bernier gets in the first ballot. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But that's politics. I mean, the thing about politics is you've got to believe you're going to win no matter what. And, and I'm sure, you know, Michelle, you'd, you'd vouch for that. <laughs> well, Maxine reminds me, for all the world, uh, like he reminds me of Dion. He doesn't oh, no. have a good command cats. of the English language. The other issue is he doesn't have deep roots in caucus. He may get elected leader, but it could be down the road where you'll see the negative effect of that. We'll see. I, I happen to yeah. like Maxime. I've worked with him. I worked with him on the yeah. Red Tape Commission. We were co-chairs. Uh, he was small business minister and so on and so forth. Um, his English has improved a ton, by the way. And you're right, Michelle, it's, it's not perfect by a long shot. No. But he has clearly worked on it. Because when I knew him five years ago, it was a whole different ballgame in English, really? I'll tell you. You know what was interesting? We had a, a Sunday here where we had four of the leading candidates on the show. Maxime Bernier, Andrew Scheer, Aaron O'Toole, and Kelly Leach. And the response to Maxime Bernier from listeners, and I looked at uh, Twitter and I particularly looked at emails that went on for a period of days. The response to Maxime Bernier was very positive. And we had one caller who said, no, 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 uh, Alberta and the West will not vote for this guy from Quebec. And, and what happened was oh. there was an immediate backlash from Albertans and Western Canadians saying, what is that guy talking about? We'd be more than happy to vote for Bernier. Yeah. And well, then we heard okay. that, that Bernier is an Albertan from Quebec. That's, that was that, the... That's exactly, that's what they call him, because yeah. he's very much a free enterpriser and all those things that a lot of Albertans hold dear. So, yeah, I, I, well, do, I don't think that's an issue. I really don't. The odd person might say that if they've got a visceral hatred of Quebec in yeah. general, but I don't think that's a generalizable... Thing. Michelle, who do you think as a former member of parliament who sat beside the current prime minister for a number of years, who do you think would have most rattled the the liberals? Who would have been their greatest concern? Most rattled the liberals? Yeah. Who, would they, who are the liberals most concerned about leading the conservative party? Who are they most worried oh, I, about? I, I believe it would be Maxine. Yeah. You know, because he kind of, he's suave, debonair, He's got a great deal of youth, so, you know, I think they would underestimate everyone else, mm-hmm. but I don't think they'll underestimate Maxine. Okay. And he will carry some of Quebec anyway, and that's yeah. got to be a concern. He'll carry the Boast region, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, his dad was there before him, eh? So yeah, that's, that's right. That's a generational thing, yeah. Linda, what, are you, what did you look uh, for? What, what are you looking for as far as the uh, leadership of the Conservative Party is concerned? For a fresh race? Very fresh face. Somebody who stands up and stands up for the little guy. Absolutely. I'm not going to say I believe in this dude at all, but um, I'm still kind of, and I'm sure that some of your listeners will say, they were disappointed when Kevin O'Leary backed off. Mm-hmm. And I only say that because whoever thought that Donald Trump would be the president of the U.S. I did. 
<laughs> well, you had it right, Roy. You had it right. Stop rubbing it in, Roy. You had it right. I said it in July. I said he couldn't lose. You yeah. couldn't lose, and look at where he... And, and you know why I said that? Because Vladimir told me. <laughs> okay. Of course. But you know what, Roy? You had it right. And there in the whole world, not just in Canada, but in the whole world, there are a whole bunch of young people. There's a whole bunch of people who have lost faith in the whole system. And Not just young people. Yes, no. absolutely. And therefore, somebody like Donald Trump did come up to the middle. Kevin O'Leary, could he have done it? I still think this is just me, Roy, and you may agree, and my friends, the beauties may disagree. I think it was a mistake that he stepped back. What do you think, beauties? Well, I think that he, that um, the, the world that Kevin O'Leary normally operates in is so different than the world of politics that he underestimated what it actually meant to, to enter the, the political world. Again, Michelle, you'd have insight, I'm sure, into that as well. No, I, but I think you're right, Catherine. He thought it was going, even Donald Trump admitted he underestimated that. Yeah. Do you know what, what always strikes me uh, about these conventions and, and these, these leadership races? They spend so much time pounding the daylights out of each other, and particularly when there's a big field like the conservatives had for the longest time with 14 before O'Leary stepped aside, that you wonder, you know, what's the collateral damage? We've been ripping into each other for, for months, and now all of a sudden you're friends, and the, and the electorate, electorate's response can be, same old, same old. Same old, True. same old. But that is the nature of the beast. And that it happens, is the nature of the beast. It happens everywhere in every, you know, no well, matter what. That's why it has to change. I remember Hillary Clinton and Obama ripping and ripping shreds off each other. That's right. In 2008, <laughs> yeah. a long yeah. time, exactly. Yeah. I mean, anyway, but there's lots of examples you could give. Yeah. But, you know, Lisa Raitt, actually, and I like Lisa. She's a nice person. Why and, didn't and, she? Hold on, Catherine. Why didn't she do better? Why isn't well, Lisa Raitt a really serious, serious contender for the leadership? Why? Well, you know what, what I think she sort of undermined herself in a way. Unfortunately, her husband's very sick. Yes. Or, or, yeah. and, and she actually started to talk about she didn't even know if she'd run in 2019. I didn't. And if you're running for the leadership and you talk like that, and I like Lisa, don't get me wrong, please. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah, it, I do. It really yeah. is kind of counterproductive to your own cause. But she made a lovely speech last night when they were all doing their 10-minute speeches about unity and she said you know there's really only one shade of blue and I, I just thought it was a nice way to put it and and she did it in a really sincere way a lot, a lot of people i've talked to said boy that you know they they singled out that speech last night because after like you say roy after these leadership things people have to band together or they'll be cutting their own throats off. and they have to do it fast and they have to do it fast absolutely let me take a break. We'll come back with uh, Beauties with Catherine Swift, Michelle Simpson, Linda Leatherdale, and we'll get into a few other issues that we've decided make the their roster today. Stay with us. Roy won't take no or no comment sitting down. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Back with Catherine Swift, Linda Leatherdale, Michelle Simpson, and Beauties and the Beast. I, I just want to talk to you guys about something that we did um, uh, last hour. And we were talking about that horrific ex-terrorist attack 
in Manchester. And uh, I'm speaking with Dr. Christian Luprecht from Queen's University and the Royal Military College, international terrorism expert. And one of the things I asked him about was politicians, after each of these attacks, they get up and they speak pointless platitudes, many of them. They don't make statements that matter, and it irritates people. It troubles people. And when you have the mayor of London in the U.K. saying, if, essentially, if you live in an urban area, you'd better get used to it or just get just a fact of, of life or urban areas, the price you pay. That is such a, a, a negative uh, perspective. And Christian said that's because their main objective is always to be elected. So then we got on to the issue of our prime minister in 2015 making the case for convicted terrorists not having their citizenship taken away if they're dual citizens, that a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian. And I find that so absolutely abhorrent because what he's done through his Bill 6, he's made it possible for Zachariah Amara, the leader of the Toronto 18, to recover his Canadian citizenship. This is an individual who was planning to explode a truck bomb in downtown Toronto and and kill and maim however many people he could. And then his objective was to leave for Afghanistan. So tremendous commitment to Canada. I want you to just have a listen, please, all three of you, to what I played for our, our callers. It's just over a minute of the Prime Minister of Canada, Mr. Trudeau, in 2015 about this issue. And it began with a question for Mr. Trudeau from the floor. My question is about C-24, the amendments to the Citizenship Act. Uh, since 1947, when the Mackenzie King government passed our first Citizenship Act, there was a promise to new Canadians that they could be full citizens. And it's been taken away in this. The idea of actually removing citizens and deporting somebody who might have been born here, but happens to hold dual citizenship, is absolutely disgusting. Yep. Oh, what Thank are your you. views on it? Yes, yes. Uh, C24. Uh, <laughs> It's the bill that, for me, exemplifies the Conservatives' approach to politics. Because what they get to say with the Liberal Party's staunch opposition to C24, because we absolutely and thoroughly impose it, is that, and I'll give you the quote, so you guys can jot it down and put it in an attack ad somewhere, that the, the Liberal Party believes that terrorists should get to keep their Canadian citizenship. Because I do. And I'm willing to take on anyone who disagrees with that. So, so, so there, there's that nincompoop, and, and I could say other things. It's, but he says the Liberal Party believes that terrorists should get to keep their Canadian citizenship because I do, and I'm willing to take on anyone who disagrees with that. Then he went on to say that they can be jailed. You don't have to take away their citizenship. Well, Amaro was jailed, and his citizenship was rescinded. I just find this, and so did our callers and, 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 our, and our, uh, what I'm seeing on Twitter and on email, is just absolute disgust with, with what Trudeau said. So... Michelle, I hate to put you on the spot, but <laughs> but you will. I but will. He's gonna. He's gonna. <laughs> I don't know what the little tunes are that are playing in the background, but 
What what do you Michelle what do you what would you say to him? Well, first off, how many people does that apply to that were born in Canada? That's my first question because I find it deplorable. I think that if you hold dual citizenship and you know, especially because I haven't heard of a lot, Roy, that were born in Canada that are going to be shipped out. But even if they are, our citizenship is a privilege and not a right. Yeah. And, and that's what, how I feel. And when he says the Liberal Party believes that terrorists should get to keep their Canadian citizenship, and you play that back, not in the middle of 2015, but a few days after Manchester, Catherine, it takes on a whole different ring. Yeah. Yeah. And what disturbs me is all the hearty har hars in the background we heard in that too. Oh, I think they were. I think funny. they were nervous. What a funny issue. Yeah. What a I th- funny issue. I think it was sort of uh, nervous laughter. Yeah. Well, for one, an awful lot of other countries deny a convicted terrorist. There's the, the, they take away the citizenship. So the notion this is odd or unusual is not the case. It's simply not true. Many European countries do not permit that for dual citizenship holders. And I think, you know, this is going to be an attack ad, I'm sure, as I'm sure many, many will be in the next election, because this is getting so scary. But, you know, Roy, you mentioned something earlier that I think is so important, that this notion of having an attack every few days, and Coptic Christians were just attacked in the last couple of days, by the way. So, you know, I I mean, what are we going to have, three, four a week, and everybody's going to go, oh, ho-hum, this is what we this is what we deal with. What a, what a, what a crock. That's what, what the mayor. That's what the Lord Mayor of London said. But, but this is, I think, the new normal. Uh, this, exactly, it, it's folks. a new normal. And why would we ever accept that in a million years? No way. That should, innocent people get slaughtered. He should step down. Yeah, it's step, Linda, what's your what's your thinking? Oh my God, this is what I'm thinking, Roy. You guys are all going to think I'm smoking something. But I'm sick of everybody killing everybody. I don't care what country you're from or where you're from or what thought you have. But this has all got to end. Because you know what? There's blood on the hands of everybody. And the warmongers need to be put to death. And we need to have paradise on earth. But that'll never happen in my time, your time, Roy. The beauties and the beast. We can fight for it. John Lennon fought for it. Now you're going to think I'm smoking dope. But I'm going to tell you, that is my dream. My dream is for peace on earth, and we're not having it right in, now. In the, in the meantime, we have to responsibly deal with people who rob the lives of little children. And, oh. if, that, and if that at means... At all levels. At all, all levels. So many, so many yeah. of these guys are already on the radar. The, the, yeah. You know, the man well, this guy, guy was. He was on the radar. Big, and and he, was appara- radar. he was apparently, according to the New York Times, he was uh, affected by an extremist imam who was living in Ottawa, who's now exactly. in Libya, preaching violent jihad. I've got to go, beauties. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, we'll see what happens tonight as far as the conservatives are concerned. And we'll talk next Saturday. And let's watch carefully tonight. Okay. Huh? It'll be interesting. Okay, toodaloo. Toodaloo.